Trying to save your souls from damnation So if you down with the message Tune in every week It will lead you to the message that you seek Uh Welcome to The Real Word Season 6, Episode 4. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that's helped us to get this far so far. Shout out to everybody that donated to the turkey drive and that came out to the to turkey giveaway. We did that on the corner of Pennsylvania and Livonia in East New York. So shout out to East New York for and having train, love for us and for um, embracing us. And shout out to everybody that came out. Shout out to um, the Brooklyn Borough President Office. Um, Eric Adams' office for donating the fruits and vegetables that we distributed, and shout out to everybody that has helped us and that donated to the Cash App. That's um, dollar sign the Real Word Inc. That's the dollar sign the Real Word Inc. or Cash App, and also everybody that donated to the GoFundMe and the PayPal, and everybody that's been supporting us thus far. So shout out to y'all for coming in, and shout out y'all for showing love. I'm here with my co-host. You already know it's the one and only AI in the building. Add me on Instagram, AceIrvin11. If there's no 11, you know that's not me, so you don't want to say that. <laughs> so we thank you all for joining us today, and we thank y'all all for um, tuning in. Um, shout out to everybody for always tuning in and always supporting. Um, so we got a, a few topics today. What you want to start off with? Let's start off with the whole Corona Part 2. Corona part two. Yeah. And shut down, they said what, December first coming, everything gonna be shut down? That's crazy. Cause the whole time, right, everybody was talking about the second wave, the second wave, the second wave. It's almost like everybody was begging for that second wave to come. It was kinda weird. Like what yeah. you think about that? Well, I mean like it's weird, but like I said, a lot of people was begging because I mean you got the one group of people that's begging where it's like for the money part, you know what I'm saying? Because they, just when the second wave come, they're gonna do the same thing. Unemployment gonna do the same thing like they did with part one. They give you that six hundred dollars, and then they gonna add the new PUA. They probably gonna update that one, but they gonna add that one. So that's another six hundred dollars on top of the six hundred that they already giving you. Mm-hmm. So that's probably gonna be like a thousand two hundred dollars every week, and you know. A lot of people want to be living like, feeling like they rich. So, you know, when you're giving them $1,200 every week for free, of course they're going to be like, yeah, bring it a second way, bring it a second way. Cause <laughs> I mean, a lot of, based on what I've seen but on my experience, a lot of people that 
world unemployment. Like they was living like they was rappers. Yeah, because they they was enjoying that extra bread. And then on top of that, most of the people who 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 wanted that second wave are mostly liberal people. When we say liberal, mostly people that support the Democrats. Because to them, they was feeling like, yeah, we need this. We needed more control. Trump wasn't doing enough, and this is exactly what we needed, ironically. It's like almost sometimes the human mind is almost deceived into thinking that they need other people to control them more and tell them how to live their lives. That's the most weirdest thing about it. Yeah, man. It's like people, people that, that's the thing. People always say, oh, you can't tell me what to do. Oh, I'm my own person, but it's like you're really not. It's like you basically a lot of the things you get from like you just copycat from the TV. That's really it. But they always claim like I'm unique. Like what makes you unique? Yeah, I, I, I feel like at this time the world is just not changed. Unique. It's like, upside down now. Yeah, the world's turned upside down. A lot of people. I don't know, man. Like, the feeling outside now is a little cold. I mean... It's, the vibes is not the same, for sure. Yeah. It's it, a whole different vibe. It hasn't been the, the same vibe in a long time, I feel like. I feel like from when it was quarantine, where most people were staying inside, those people that came outside, that was inside for so long, they came out different. They came out totally different. <laughs> they, they come out the same a lot of that they were. Out. A lot of people came out anti-social. A lot of people came out to the point that they feel like the, the, the one thing I hate is like this. A lot of people that came out quarantine is like it's a law. You gotta wear your mask. It's a law. It's a law. I'm like, and it's not. It's not. Who told you that? But then again, like you know, I be hearing some commercials. Like sometimes you might hear while you're in a car or you go into the store, and they just. Some of the commercials be saying it's a law, but it's like, it's not. But a lot of people think it's a law. And then a lot of people is afraid of the churches, too. Because, you know, like, I was in this chat once, and a lot of people were saying, oh, they blame the church people for all of this because they don't want to listen to the quarantine rules. Mostly the Jews, right? <laughs> yeah, the Jews and then the people that, like, the people that are, um, or oh, the atheist people too. Mm -hmm. They say, "Oh yeah, you know, these religious people, especially the Christians, they disobeying the law or they're weird." I'm like, "How are they weird? Like, how?" But this is something that's been going on since the beginning of ages, where they always find a minority group to blame things on. You know, especially sicknesses. Um, the Jewish people have been scapegoats for years where they blamed everything on the Jews for years. So now, I guess, the modern-day people that they blame is the black people. Yeah, I mean... So we still go through it every day. Of course we're going to go through it every day. But, like, it's sad, man. Like, another modern thing is, like... Donald Trump never reminds you of Hitler. Like, a modern-day Hitler. Not really. You sure? Why the why you say that? What's your reasoning? Cause I mean, like he 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 like when I really look, would look at him and Hitler, like he does mimic Hitler a lot. Mm. Like he probably might do it in a different aspect. Like he's not attacking the Jews, cause that's not what Trump is doing. But he is attacking a different group of people, though. So which group of people you feel like he he's attacking? The immigrants. The immigrants. Yeah, he treat. 
Basically, I feel like he treated the immigrants like how Hitler treated the Jewish people. Mm. He feels like, oh, you're an immigrant, kick them out now. Or like, if they don't kick you out, they just put you into like a holding station that just looked like prison. Yeah, speaking of that, my my boy, he, he was locked up in the um in the ice camps for a while, and he was saying that it's easy for you to get in, but it's hard for you to come out, and sometimes they'll hold you there in the detention camp for a long time, even sometimes when you haven't even been charged with anything, and he's saying that it, it, it is rough in there, it do get a little crazy, so, you know, shout out to everybody that's locked up in the ice camps, you know, freedom. Which you're not supposed to be in there, but try your hardest not to be locked up in the first place. Because, you know, it's easy to get locked up, it's hard to get out. You know, that's the modern day slavery nowadays. Yeah, like, I had this one friend, you know, he got offered this job to work for people that, you know, do the boot camp thing. Boot camp, you body hunter. Yeah, he got offered a position to work for them, basically. But it's like they they want to rely on people in his, around his neighborhood. He's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, he said, yeah, I'm not doing none of this. <laughs> but it's like it's crazy. They you the tactic they always use is they always use your own kind to turn against you. And I realize that that always work. Yeah, that's the easiest trick in the book. But people don't realize that. That's why it's like, you know, black people always, like, they always talking down on each other, but it's like they don't even realize that. Like, if you just uplift your own peers the same way Jew the Jewish people lift their peers, like, you have your own land and everything. Why Why do you think that is, right? Because everybody always complain about racism, racism, racism. And... Like a white guy told me this one day, he was like, yo, the, the Italians, the Jews, um, the Portuguese, and the Germans, they all don't like each other. But when someone else comes in their neighborhood, they unite together as one, to, and, they, and, and they rush them out. But I feel like with black people, it seems like we let anybody and everybody come into our communities and set up shop and do whatever they want. But we're not able to go in other communities and do the same thing. Like, why do you think that is? The reason why I think that is is because, like, like I said, like, they, all, they always look, like, honestly, I personally feel like out of all the cultures, they always feel like black culture was the weakest culture. Hmm. And the reason why I feel like black culture was the old weakest culture because it's like, it's a proof of fact based on, you know, tendencies and everything. It, the way the system is set up, and the images that they portray, they basically always want to make the black man feel like, oh, he can't make it to certain, certain somewhere or any of that based on just watching TV and all that. Because, I mean, all they do is talk about racism, talk about bad people, black people in the most bad ways. Because every time they come up with news, it's always... They never put the good, they always put the bad. Like when they show like Caribbean countries, mm -hmm. for example, Haiti, they ain't never gonna show you the good, they always show you the bad places. Yeah. Cause they just want you to always think like, yo, Haiti is dirty. Mm -hmm. It's dirty, it's dirty. Cause that's the images they portray at first. So I feel like that's basically what they do now. Like they know, they know you're so weak because like black people now is like, they so money hungry and they would do whatever it takes just to be on the table with them so they don't even care if they gotta take out their own at all. They don't even care if it's their own family members. 
and the fact that like a lot of black people today that's successful they took out a lot of their fan members but you know those people would know but the lower class people wouldn't know that they took out their own family just to be in those certain positions but they know it's been successful because a majority of black people, you know, that's successful, like, they just became, you know, like, just like how you got a pimp and you got the, you got the females, they just became the females. Because hmm. they, they signed the offer sheet. So it's <laughs> like, they know you, they, this is the, the that's the prime example why they, they always make fun of black people and they call people like Joe Biden them call you stupid because it's like, they feel like they always had you in the bag, and based on things I know, I feel like, yeah, he's right. They always had you in the bag, because instead of you creating general worship, racial wealth by yourself, building from ground up by yourself, where do you always go to? The white man for help. Mm. You always go to different cultures. Speaking of Joe Biden politics, and a lot of people feel like the black people always give away the black vote, as in we never hold them accountable for our vote as in we just give it to them for free like we we never say okay the, if you want the black community to vote for you you got to do certain things for us if you want us to vote for you you got to do this for us you got to do that for us we never hold them accountable every other community does that except for black people and then we complain that we ain't getting nothing back in return the reason why we always do that is because it's like like i said it's like you can't even pick your spouse correctly mm. what you expect to pick a president correctly so it's like what did you really expect you can't pick your spouse right so you really think you're going to be able to pick a president right and on top of that it's like black people was, it's like they're always they're always distracted and like they're easily distracted all you got to do is just put entertainment in front of them it's like you got them stuck like they watch it, it like it's a Netflix movie. You got them stuck in, in they look they own mind and like like I said, they basically use the they the way the reason why they get so lost is some is cause they not smart enough and then others is cause like they use your own people that they gave stories of I came from the hood, I came from the bottom to promote the politics for them. So then they're just going to pick that sound like how you got Cardi B fans, right? Mm -hmm. The Cardi B fans, you be like, oh yeah, go vote for Biden. And you know Cardi B got a big platform. Right yeah. now she's she's blowing up. She got a lot of followers. So it's like politicians know the ways they're able to control you. Like they just use the artists because people act like, Artists and politicians are not connected to each other. Yes, they are connected to each other. They're that close. Mm -hmm. Like, and the biggest distraction, like you said, like they use music and they use music artists. Like recently, the biggest distraction was Lil Pump. <laughs> yeah, I would say mm -hmm. would be the versus battle against Jeezy and um, yeah. Gucci Man. Everybody, everybody on that yo, but he violated like he really sat out there and said yeah. Puka, like he disrespected. Yeah, that was cold blooded, bro. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Yeah, but he tried to get him out of character, like you know. And 
to 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 be honest, I think Gucci. Um, I, I think Jeezy got more to lose than Gucci at yeah, this he point. Do. So I think. I think that Jeezy did the right thing, even though to some people it might come off like, oh, he's soft, he's not yeah. the same Jeezy. No what do you think? What do you think the man gonna do on live TV while you disrespect this damn a uh, damn man? Like, what do you think he about to do? Back back out the grave and then just shoot? Like, some people seem like they was expecting that though. Ironically, that would be a stupid move. It would be stupid, but some people like that's what they be expecting sometimes. I don't know, man. I think. I think Gucci has some growing up to do, you know, and and I thought he was growing up by after that versus battle. It seems like he really grew up. Exactly. He just it seems like he more like I seem like it seems more like for him it's like he just stopped hanging with that type of energy. But it's like once he get with that type of energy, it's like it's all smokes. Mm. So it's like the best way for him to stay out of trouble is just you know. Just be with your wife, you know, eat your fruits and all, stay with the family, and go, don't go through certain activities or like when certain people hit you up, yeah. don't answer because you know if you answer, you know, it's just like how you say somebody say, hey, you say you done doing this and then that person hit you up like, what's up with this? It's like, ah, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like. Bad habits die hard and human beings are creatures of habits. Yeah, like, like Sometimes you want to give up certain habits but sometimes it's hard and you know it's easy to go back to them than to do the right thing that's a fact so I feel like that's what basically happened with with, with Gucci man because after that verse I'm like yeah Gucci ain't really changed this is like this this guy just be like yeah it, I just chill with my wife and that's it my <laughs> wife and the family because I know if I chill with anybody else it's like somebody gonna get it yeah because that's the vibe I was getting after that verse about because there's no way you sit there and you talk about somebody man's and be like put him in a box send him more put him in a box I'm like he started the whole rap battle with that for this song yeah but he went to his dad man's bro that's that's tough to me sitting on live audience knowing that like yeah this man disrespected my dad man's and I know I'm not sending nobody for this dude. <laughs> People gonna be like, yo, like I thought you was tough. It'll be too hot for him to do all that. Plus, like I said, Jeezy Jeezy made a point where um when Gucci was like, Oh, I got a ten thousand dollar outfit on, and then Jeezy was like, Yo, I own half of Atlanta. Like, you know, he's showing the growth that he was able to reinvest in his neighborhood and his community, and then he he removed himself from a certain state of mind. So I think that's the positive thing about... But Gucci man got more bread than him, though. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't think Gucci got more bread than Jeezy. I think he still do. So maybe Jeezy in the long run gonna have more bread, but I don't think Jeezy real estate is really that big. Mm. Bigger than what Gucci got going on. Uh -uh. I don't think so yet. So what you think about all the violence recently in hip-hop? Because there's been a lot of, it's a, there's been a lot of beef with rappers, you know, a lot of dead rappers, rappers getting shot, rappers getting killed. I mean, Boosie got shot. He yeah. got shot after his friend Mo got shot. Yeah, Mo But got I feel killed. like the reason why all these rappers die is because, you know, all the drill music still exists. Hmm. As long as the drill music still exists, body's always going to be dropping. Because, I mean, most songs you hear today, you go to a party, it always got to do with what? Like, shooting. It's either shooting. Drugs or like, you know, 
SEX, mm. multiple women. So it's like all of that combined, nine out of ten is always going to be in a song. So it's basically like that. It's like every song is like that now. So it's like once you, the one thing I know is like, like the way the system is where it's like, it's like they force you to fall into the trap because it's like if you let's say he be like okay I'm not gonna do this right he be like oh I hear all of this stuff but I ain't gonna do it because I got this one friend I had like he was a good person good boy and all that came from a good family you know a Christian family but it's like he started hanging with this certain crowd and he said I ain't gonna be like them I ain't gonna be like them it's just we cool but it's like you start hearing the music more. So that becomes a big influence because it's like when you start hearing the music, it's like you in a dream. It's like you feel like you living a life. You feel like, like you lucid dreaming. Yeah, you feel like, oh, Pop Smoke just said, yeah, I just picked up the Glock shot. Now you feel like, yeah, I just shot. Especially like if you got Beats headphones on, they loud. Now you feel like, ooh, I'm in a scene. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you keep hearing a song over and over and over and over, it's like, it's taking a toll on your body and it's like on your mind too exactly so it's like you fighting the devil but it's like he's getting inside your ear all the time it's like i'm bad i'm bad you think you're gonna resist this time you're gonna resist this time but it's like the death music is all around you that's what death music is here for mm -hmm. to help put more people in jail and people kill them so that's why i said like music and politics is tied with each other it's like it's hand in hand, you know, like one way to sue and tie, the other one, you know, they got their pants sagging, but it's not really that big of a difference because behind the scenes, they shaking hands. They're both criminals. Exactly. It's just one got the sue and the tie, and the other one's a street nigga, but you think the street nigga the more deadly, but it's like, you know, he probably took that offer from the nigga with the sue and tie. Yeah, most like most time they do. Cause, exactly, because the dude with the suit and tie, and they the ones that usually run everything. That's know? what I'm saying, bro. I realized that. I realized that as I started growing up, because <laughs> like yeah, that's when I really started realizing. Because I used to, I'm not gonna feel like I wasn't the best kid when I was younger, but you know, I used to play the little streets time to time. But it's like as I started getting older, I started realizing like, yo, these ain't the real right tough dudes. It's the ones that's making all these dead blows and all. It's like, these the dudes, that's really the gangsters. It's just that they don't walk around with a gun. So you just think, oh, man, this guy's sweet. Because I remember I had a conversation with this about my mother. Because it's like, she, my mother loved these sweet ties. But I'm like, yo, man, <laughs> you was blind. Like, you really think just because a guy was sweet ties. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, like, these... These shooting time dudes is like they way more dangerous than the street dude. But it's like my with my mom, it's like, you know, you gonna have to teach her that I I'm gonna have to teach her that a little bit more, like mm -hmm. cause she just think like, oh suit tie, yeah, 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 they good. It's like when my mom see a dude with a suit tie, it's like all her guards just drop. And I'd be like, that's when your guard's supposed to be up at the most. But that's why back in the days, most monsters wore suit and ties. Like, they would dress up in a suit and ties. It wasn't until... Because there's a difference between a gangster and a thug. Most people don't understand that. A thug is the, is the street dirty people. But a gangster, like, he's someone that takes care of himself, his family, and his community by any means necessary. 
Exactly. Who takes care of his community? Hmm. We ain't going to do no name dropping, but start name. We we I could think of a couple people that take care of their community. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's only a few of them out there. But shout out to everybody that's doing right in the community, that's taking care of you know people out there. You know, that's looking out for the people that's suffering. Because right now, a lot of people going through difficulties, and it wasn't until like we actually hit the streets and we seen like. The looks on people's faces when we donated the food, yeah, um, sad, you know, yeah. His <laughs> food drop, and I just see that like, yeah, this guy he's so bad. Like his life flashing for his eyes. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> did I take too much? Is he gonna say something like, nah, bro, just take it and go? Yeah, you know. But for real though, there's a lot of people suffering, a lot of people not working, a lot of people going through some difficult times. Unfortunately. And it's and it's almost like we was forced to live like this, you know, like all this was planned. This wasn't by accident. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people fell off, a lot of businesses closed, a lot of people lost their jobs and there's gonna be even more shutdown and closures. I heard the MTA is about to lay off thousands of people. Yeah, man, it's like they they the, it's like the economy prices is rising but people is falling. So it's like they 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 doing the trick right. They doing it right, dude. They they smart how they doing it. They making sure they shut down all small or local businesses and just leave all the big corporations that's you know getting funded by people like the Rothschilds family and all. Mm -hmm. So those people, we all know, they ain't gonna go out of business. It's the small business people that's gonna go out of business. And why you think they're attacking small business the way that they are right now? Well, I feel like the way it's like I feel like the main reason why they're attacking them is because I, I, I like I, not a lot of the time I feel like some little small businesses are gonna be able to stay, but the only reason why they're gonna be able to stay is mm -hmm. because they will have some ties or connection to a big corporation. So they be like right, this corporation, he's mm -hmm. under me, mm -hmm. so leave him alone. So I feel it's it's just like how when Jews Jews protect their own, mm -hmm. I feel like it comes in that case. It's like if you connected to somebody that's powerful, you know your business not gonna go out of business. But mm -hmm. if you don't have those type of ties connection, then yeah, like your business is not not a thing gonna go out of business. Do you think it's that personal? Yeah, I think it is that personal. Cause it's like if you. Let's say if I got connection to Jay Z right now, you think my business gonna go out of business? <laughs> no, I just gonna ask him to give you a loan. Exactly, and the next thing, but now that I tell you, my business is not gonna go out of business. Like I, I mess with Jay Z. Yeah, he 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 did what? Like he literally sat down with what the commission of the NFL. You really think my business about to go out of business? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not worried. People like those, they wouldn't be worried about this whole pandemic. They'd be like, look, man, like. I work with Jay Z, so this ain't got nothing to do with me. Got <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing to do with y'all. But you know it's facts, though. It's like you you wouldn't be worried. You'd be like, yo, look, man, I'm working with Jay Z. He got all the resources, so it's like I'm good. But speaking of that, um, a situation like that happened to me recently, where usually every year when we have the turkey drive we go to a couple of funding sources that usually make donations right yeah so i went to one of them that usually make donations and i'm like okay um since your um organization usually benefits from this why don't you guys give a contribution that way it could be fair 
They said no. I said no. They said no. I said you're you're not going to give half. Not fifty percent. Not twenty five percent. Not ten percent. Not five percent. They said no. I said okay, cool. I guess I got to make it happen on my own, you know. Because sometimes they leave you out there if you and then they're gonna see if you sink or swim, you know. During those times, you find out if you have major comeback power or not. Yeah. So to be honest, I didn't. I didn't not know if the turkey drive was gonna be successful because it was gonna be successful. Them donations wasn't really coming in like that, you know. A couple of them hit in the fourth quarter, and we didn't really know what was what's gonna happen next, you know. Um, fourth quarter always saves you. Yeah. So shout like once again shout to um, the one Brooklyn fund and shout to um, Eric Adams' office. They came through with the vegetables and the fruits. Um, but shout out to everybody that donated last minute because we was able to get um, 50 turkeys, which was great, you know. That's better than nothing, especially in the middle of a pandemic where a lot of people's not working. One turkey is good enough. That was great. So after we got these donations and we got these turkeys, the same individuals that told me no, the very next day they hit me up like, Hey, I heard you guys were able to make something happen. Can we get a few turkeys? I was like, yo, you guys didn't give donations. <laughs> it was like, we know, but we heard you got it from other people, like corporations and other stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was like, yo, like, that don't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> like, this is for the community. It was like, oh, oh, really? Okay, cool. And I feel like, unfortunately, that's, that's how it is with people, you know, especially, like, it feels even weird when the people that you know, like I understand a lot of people going through hardships, a lot of people going through their situations, but I know there's some people that intentionally don't donate because they want to see you fall. If yeah, they're gonna they want to see if we fail. They're gonna they want to see if we fall. Like you Those know, are the subscribers. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what a subscriber is. You got we always got those subscribers where they always gonna be there to see what happens, but. They're only really there to see if you're going to fall. Yeah. But at the same time, there's certain offers that come to the table. They'll hit you up like, yeah, you know, I always believed in you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I always was there to support you. I always watched their stuff. But it's like, nah, man, you know what you really was watching me for. Some Somebody hit me with that line today because I had watched them a happy birthday. Like, yo, bro, I'm ready to go when you say so, bro. I respect everything you're going Everything that you're doing, I said, all right, bro. So if that's the case, then come. We about to do this toy drive. He said, oh, all right. He just hit me up. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the, the thing that bothers me the most is people that post money on social media and act like they're getting bread. And then when you ask them to donate, they don't want to donate. Oh, come on. You, already, you, you, you know what the social media is here for. It's like a lot of people get the flesh. It's like living two different lives. This is your real life and then this is social media. Like a lot of the time, nine out of ten of the things you post, you're probably not doing. Yeah. Or it has nothing to do with you. It's just you just searching for entertainment. You you searching for them likes, the little hearts, laughing emojis, whatever it is. It's like entertain the people. Yeah, like we already know that like a lot of these rappers like we all know like a lot of they jewelries is fake. Like, yeah. They wear fake jewelry and all, but guess what? It's like 
You know they rich, so it's like you didn't even go and think like, oh, this shit, it, oh, this is fake. Yeah, it don't even matter. You could just Google their network. Yeah, once you Google their network, it's like whatever they wear, it's like everything real to you. It's like, yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, that's so real. it's based on perception. Yeah. Yeah. They give you the that's that's the whole game. That's the whole model. That's how they that's how they suck you into their trap with yeah. the media. Because without social media, a lot of these a lot a lot of these deceptions and all wouldn't be able to happen without social media. You need social media to push all the out in all these agendas. That's a fact. And like you know, they always talk about this thing about change. Like change to me is created by like three people mm. one in order to really have change it all starts with the powerful people who's the powerful people people like LeBron James Chris <laughs> Paul <laughs> them people the people not that powerful they're not that powerful but what I'm trying to say is like you know big corporations they send money their way yeah. to push it cause it's like LeBron look at his Instagram page. You see how many people he got. Mm. Look at Cristiano Ronaldo. He got the most followers on Instagram of all time. Yeah, him and Kylie Jenner. So it's like if you want to push certain stuff, you be like, oh, this guy got like six hundred mil. For, all right, now I'm gonna send money to his corporation. But they got their own agendas, though. All of them got their own agendas. Exactly. They all got their own agenda. But what I'm trying to say is, those are the type of powerful. They're not that powerful. Cause a lot of people would look at them like, like they're politicians or when they really not. They mm-hmm. just here to really entertain you, mm-hmm. and we all know what entertainment is. But at the end of the day, that's the easiest way to catch somebody. Cause, for example, like I said, look at Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. You a fan of him? You want to buy the burgers? <laughs> yeah, you gonna be like, oh shit, oh I'm about to go buy the Travis Scott burger. Why? Cause you said. You make you feel like Travis Scott's like you. You feel like yeah, he came from the bottom just like me. <laughs> so it's like they they know how to they know how to get you inside the trap. It's like yo mm-hmm. look, cause I feel like to them when they the one person sit down on the table, they be like look, we ain't gonna be able to do this, but hey buddy, let's call in LeBron James. Yeah, you know LeBron. This is what you gonna do for or how much you gonna pay me? Mm-hmm. Oh, you gonna pay me a hundred? Oh, two hundred mil? All right. All right. Now you see LeBron talking about racial injustice every day. Let's just think about it like that. Yeah, because the first one to talk about it was Kaepernick before, and he lost his job, he lost everything, and then it became more popular. Then he got a Nike scholarship. Yeah. Oh, now, Nike how do you get a sponsor scholarship? You're not even playing. Yeah. I thought you need to be playing to be having things like that. Yeah. Or if you're not playing, you got to be, you know, probably a rapper but you gotta be a big time something like that but there's no way they just give you a free scope that and the amount of money was giving him so I'm like yeah this seems suspect mm-hmm. it seemed like this was all set up mm-hmm. but that that's how I feel like they basically you know the 1% how they control society like it's the people that you idolize and look up to they use those people to destroy you of course and that's unfortunate because that happens too many times, especially within, you know, the black community where I feel like that happens the most, unfortunately. It's a lot, man. It happens a whole lot. They put rappers, you know, movie stars and all that just to, like, control your mind. 
And they and most of the time they're not even amongst the richest of the rich. <laughs> they don't <laughs> like they basically get the crumbs that's off the table. It's but they but their crumbs like I'm saying, like every crumb is different. The type of crumbs they get, you look at that like I made it. Mm-hmm. Because when we get in. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm finally here. It's like but when you but it's like when you get in that table so it's like when you when you have the ability to get in that table, that's when you start realizing like, oh, this is not the same or what I thought it was. Like, yeah, man, like what you thought you was really a part of the one percent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> you probably just went up to probably like the twenty percent club or like probably in the tens. But that's not everybody can't make it inside that club. So a lot of them just make it like the twenty percent. No, but it's like. When you reach that club, then you start realizing that the black and white only matters at the lower level. Mm-hmm. You start realizing like, oh, it's really not about black and white. It's really a bigger picture than that. But a lot of people won't be able to understand that until they're in that circle. Some people, but there are some people that are able to understand it without being in that circle. But not everybody, because a lot of everybody's like they so money hungry. They feel like yo, money control the world. But it's like. Money is losing his own value right now. Yeah, like the the dollar is not worth almost anything anymore right now. Exactly. Yeah, man, the whole world I feel like has not changed so much in such a small amount of time. I feel like from last year to this year, this whole year has been crazy. It's yeah. like a it's like a year of vision. That's why I call it. That's what I was about to say. Like it's like everything happens for a reason. Cause I don't know, like. Politicians always tell you, it's like, in politics, things don't happen by accident. No, things were lined up to be that way. It's designed from years ago. Like, like they, they figured this out like 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's ahead. way ahead of time. Before a lot of people's even born, and you thinking, like, you about to vote, and you think you know it all. It's like, oh, they've been doing this way before you. What makes you think you, for like three months of campaign, and you just... No guys just telling the truth. Yeah. Or not lying to you. It's like, no, like they've been in the game way longer than you. They studied all of this, they study how to get your attention. They know all of that. Like I always said, it's like who gave you the whole gangster persona? Mm-hmm. TV. TV. TV told you how to be a gangster. TV told you how to cook crack. Most people learn how to cook crack from from don't be a minister society. Yeah, that that, that one. <laughs> the, the the other movie, um, get rich or die trying. One's a, that's one too. Yeah, you could learn from that movie. There's mad different movies, but it's like a lot of things you get taught was you learn that from the TV. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you see it on the TV. They be like, oh, I gotta see how this feel. Now, God forbid, a lot of us we ended up did try to do some of the things you know was on TV just to feel how it feels. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, we all get this from the TV. And if you don't get it, you get it from your parent. And what do you think your parent get it? Mm-hmm. From the TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Because at one point in American history, like, the television was the center of the family. Like, literally. Like, pe- people would come home... They'll get TV dinners where they get the little plates with the TV and they sit in front of the TV screen and they sit there and they watch it. 
or or like people get a living room set just to sit together as a family and sit in front of the TV. But now we have these portable things, these portable televisions, and YouTube, where you create your own TV and you can look at stuff on demand. So shifting into that, um, it was a recent story where they said that what would happen if the internet was to turn off? Because we see everything, even everything in this room right now is connected by the internet. I think if, if the internet turned off, I think a lot of people is like, they would lose themselves. Because a lot of people really can't live without the internet. Mm, but you can't. How would you buy stuff? How would you go to a supermarket and buy stuff? That's what I'm saying. It's like, that time's going to come. How much niggas, you know, carry cash around in their pocket? And you can't really take cash out of the bank without... ATM or the back teller machine, so yeah. you need the internet. And even when you go and you swipe your card, it needs to connect to the internet. Like sometimes you go to a corner store and the internet not working, you can't even pay with your card. You have to go to the ATM. But then if the ATM if there's no internet, there's no ATM. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of people get. If that time, when that time come, a lot of people is like that's what I'm saying. A lot of people is lost, like. No GPS. No GPS, none of that. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of the the more smarter technology you get, the dumber people become because now people just become more lazy and be like, Oh, I don't need to do no critical thing, I don't need to do none of that. I got the phone to do that for me. I bet you if the internet was down, people would be upset because they couldn't go online to ask why is the internet down. I bet you a lot of people would say that like Damn. I could have asked this. It was like, really? Out of all things, this is the first thing you think of. You don't think about, okay, how am I going to put food on the table? None of that. They can think straight to the internet. They don't even think about food. None of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, te- technology is controlling people today. Even kids. And, well, it been controlling kids. Because, like, yeah. I mean, like. They're like, let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. Yeah, let me go on YouTube. Let me see this. And they made it easy for kids where they could just press the button and just talk and then things come up now. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like, nah. Technology is really doing its thing now. Even my kid, like, she's two. Like, she know how to go on the YouTube kids and press the button and then say, kids bop. And then the kids bop videos come up. I'm like, yo, like, who taught you that? I didn't teach none of my sister this. Like I never told my little sister about YouTube. She just knew how to get on that by herself. Yeah, that's the. Because I know my parents. My parents, I know definitely they ain't teach her that. Yeah, parents most of the time don't even know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, like they come to me for that. But yeah, it's like she knew how to get on YouTube before I taught her. That's how I knew. Like, yeah, this kid's real small, cause. She knows. It's like she sees all the apps. Like she would scroll through my mom's phone and everything. Like she, like she been scrolling the, that phone before. Like she knows exactly where to go. Exactly. I'm like, and I would, I be sitting there watching her. Like, where are you going? Every time she would go on YouTube, I'm like, nah. But they're saying that that the kids nowadays are programmed different. They than definitely the kids are. Back then, I don't know if. Because now the kids nowadays, like this, some real stuff, they get way more shots, like you know the vaccinations than we did when we was growing up. Yeah, that's a fact. So we don't know if they in putting like nanoparticles into them, like nano chips. That's like updating their software and their body. That's giving them information. Like yeah, it's how you integrate. Because it seems like 
the new kids are integrating better with the new software than, than we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> they doing it so fast. It's like, whoa, I didn't teach you this. Yeah. It's and almost like they was programmed with it almost. Nah, I think they were, babe. I think it was because, I mean, the one thing I know is like, you know, when, when your kid is born and, you know, people put their trust in hospitals so much but they really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But, like, when your kid is born and, like, you know, the person, whatever, the, they call them, like, the baby... T- Take her, whatever mm-hmm. that would take your child, and then you wouldn't see your child for a couple moments. Like you know, they be giving them shots, and those shots they be giving them is not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's really not healthy for your body. It's like they putting a, it's like they put a mark on your child. Mm-hmm. So be like, all right, this kid is born. So then they be like, all right, they put it in the system. Then that based on that system, it goes back to the higher ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, they be like, all right. Put this in them, cause like those injections they be giving, they they're not really healthy for your kids. Like not all the time, those those shots they be giving them, that's how your kid end up developing developing certain systems. Like what, you know, like probably like you might go blind. That's one. Two, you probably might grow up later on in your life to get cancer. That's one. Or like different symptoms, like asthma, things like that. Those shots, that's what they really are doing to your kid. But you wouldn't know. You just hear one day, probably like when your kid like six, seven, you'd be like, oh, my kid got asthma. But it's like, how did he get asthma? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like like they program your kid with certain sicknesses and diseases. Yeah, it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's up to your body if it's strong enough to attack certain things because your body will not will not be able to attack every be able to protect you from everything it won't but it'll be able to take you some certain stuff that's why like everybody's born in different ways so it's like that's what i'm saying when it be when your kid is born and they be giving your kids shots bro they give your kids diseases well potential diseases it's just if you pray or like your kid bodies are strong then a lot of them, he'll be able to fight, but not everything he'll be able to fight. Because we all know, at the end of the day, like, everybody got their own symptoms. It's like, some people got asthma. Some people got cancer. Everybody got something. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't be able to fight everything. Speaking of that, um, a lot of, uh, well, there's two major um, pharmaceutical companies fighting over Johnson and Johnson. I think it's Pfizer, and there's another one. Um, basically, who's gonna come? Who's gonna put the the, the vaccine? I thought it was Johnson and Johnson. It could be to to put the vaccine out for um, COVID first. And a lot of people saying that yo, COVID the way it was last year. Last year, COVID was like AIDS. But this, this <laughs> around this time, you say you got COVID, like, all right, man, just drink some tea and chill for 14 days. You'll be all right. So they was like, why do we still need a pill for it? Because, I mean, why do we still need a vaccination for it? But it's like, they didn't spend all this money and they did, did all these things for this vaccine. So it's almost like they want to push it. But it's like, if y'all saying that COVID is similar to the flu and we have a flu vaccine, but the people still get the flu every year, what's the point of that? The chip. Mm. That's the biggest point. Because, I mean, they tell you right in the pudding. It's like, to tell you if you had COVID, you take the shot. Then after you take the shot, it's like there's a there's a chip inside it that goes inside your body. But it's like, they, you know, they tell you this. Body itself, what they basically doing to you, it's just like 
the way they push, like they give you the story, they make it seem like they're trying to help you when, like, no, they're not. It's like, why do I need a chip in my body mm -hmm. to be held? Like, isn't that tracking? Isn't that trying to control? Because we all know the chip they go and put, you change the DNA into a robotic DNA. It's like you having a robotic D DNA, so it's like you literally could be sleeping in your in your house, and like all of a sudden you wake up, but you know you ain't wake yourself up, mm -hmm. but you feel like you woke up. But it's like that time gonna come. But those are only for the people that take take the shot. So I'm guessing you, what you saying, you ain't gonna take it? No, I'm not taking that shot. Like, come on, man. Like, why not? Right, so I could just come with a show black like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> black like, yeah, you know, go take your shot. Go take your shot. <laughs> so if it comes to the point where like how you can't go to work. I mean that time is really about to come to that time is really about to come. It's like they're not gonna force you to take the vaccines. The way it's really gonna be forced on you is like, okay, this job, if you wanna work this job, you gotta take this shot. Mm -hmm. If you wanna Go in this store, you gotta take the shot. That's how they're gonna really force it. It's like they're not gonna do it, they're gonna let the companies do it for them. Almost like with the mask thing. Exactly. It's like it's like you don't wanna wear a mask. Okay, but if you wanna come into the store, you gotta put on that's a mask. That's what I'm saying. If you wanna like, come into work, the governments ain't really telling you. It's like they ain't really yeah, they tell you wear your mask, but it's like they can't enforce it. But they, they can't enforce it on the businesses because the yeah. businesses are incorporated through the government. Exactly. So I don't feel like the government not gonna tell you like yeah, they gonna like tell you get the shot. But it's like you know damn well you don't gotta really really listen to them because like they're business. <laughs> That's really what they are. But like I said, if if other businesses wanna do, do it, it it's then it's just like a lot of people. And a lot of people was going forward to that track because now it's like people just wear their masks and like, fuck it, I ain't gonna get in the store, so I'm gonna wear the mask. Yeah, because the business want to do business with America and you want to do business with that business, so. So it's like. Oh, yeah, fall into line. That's what I'm saying. That's how they always catch you. Like, <laughs> it's like, you think they ain't gonna catch you? It's like. The dudes in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna always catch you. It's like, bro, we literally live with y'all in y'all cribs. Y'all don't even know. Yeah. They be like, oh, you think you hide it from me? No, you not. Like, you got the phone, you got the TV, you got the new PS5, when people don't even know that one tracks you now, because the type of the talent, the type of technology they put in there, you be like, oh, ooh, yeah, the graphics look great. Oh, I could play better games, but it's like, you don't even know what's in that box. Yeah. That's just stuff. Just like my, my laptop, even till this day, like, Randomly, like the eye just be coming on, like the eye icon, and then the camera just turns on. And it's just like it turn red, like your, your type of camera. It shows a little red dot or no? Nah, it just like some camera. It shows a white dot. It shows a white. Yeah, dot. so it's red or white, either one. But yeah. it shows a dot though. But like when it comes on, the app pops up, and it'll and it'll come on by itself at least once a week. It'll just pop up on by itself. Yeah, that's when, you know, people's watching. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, when we get a laptop and all that, it's like, we signing contracts that we don't even really fully read. We don't read it. We just hit agree. agree. Yeah, you're like, yeah, agree. Like, get, get me to where I need to be. <laughs> <laughs> Let me use this. <laughs> that be bad, small, real big. The only part that be big is I agree, I do not agree. Everything else is real small. It ain't good on purpose. <laughs> they set you up. They're like, look, okay. 
Where's the part I'd be okay? But you never read though. Nah, you never do. And if you did, you would need a lawyer to, to, to help because literally <laughs> you signed a contract. You won't even be able to stand some of the things, things you read. You're like, what? Yeah. But the, like I'm saying, like things like that, you signed a contract. And that's probably the reason why they would read your camera because based on those contracts, that's how they're really able to read your camera. It's like they don't force nothing on you. They give you the offer sheet. That's how it always works. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you, yo, you must do this. Nah, man. Like, they comfort you. They, they, they be like, yo, look, I got this shit. You want to sign it? All you got to do is hit agree. Yep. Just like if they ask you, yo, you want this new phone? You want this new phone? Just hit agree. Exactly. <laughs> That's how and we got to hit agree to, to, to use everything. Exactly. But man, a lot of a lot of those things we agree to, we don't even read. We don't even read. We if we do read out of one hundred percent we probably read like what, ten percent? Yeah. That's why it took Congress taking Facebook to court and it was like, What's all of this? And the guy was under pressure, it was like, Yo, but they signed. They signed. And we signed, like we said yes. And we didn't even question it. We said yes. Yeah, and so you thought all of our information. That's what I'm saying. Like people always want to blame them, but it's like the only person you could blame is yourself. Nobody forces you to do nothing. They just give you an sh- offer, and then you see that you accept or not. But it's like when you accept, then you be like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about that." It's like, well, you should have been doing your research. But if you don't agree, then you don't get to participate in all the folly, all the things that's going on. Yeah. That's but, why a lot of people be like, yo, I want to sign out and I want to be my own independent. I want to be sovereign. Like, ah, right, you're going to be sovereign, but you're going to have to f- go out there and fend for yourself. Right now, you saying you agree to all the BS that's going on and you just subscribing to it. You're like, all right, I know America is a, is a bad place. I know America is racist. I know they treat black people crazy. I know that we don't get the best education, the best food, and the best living conditions, but I agree to it because I'd rather live here than, than any other place in the world. Right. So I just agree to it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's better places <laughs> to live in this world than living in America. True, but people choose it. Just like we choose here, we could leave. Nobody stop. I mean, some leave. of us ain't choosing. You know, some of us just put here, mm-hmm. so it's like to us to get out. <laughs> we just got to work our way up to get out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, most of the time, it's cheaper to live in other countries than to live in America. Yeah, because like, like I be looking at things now. I'm like, yo, it's damn, that cheap. Like, yeah, a hundred dollars here is like seven hundred dollars, I think, in Ghana. No, that's true. Because a lot of like, you know. Coming from the Asian household, it's like when I go to Haiti, twenty dollars here used to be like a thousand dollars in Haiti. Yeah, like when I would go to Haiti, like people, would, it's like we are rich, but it's like once you come to America, it's like oh, nah, you back here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like you go to Haiti, people treat you like you the rich, like you know first class and everything. But I mean, it's true though. You are really considered rich in that world, mm-hmm. but. America's like, oh, nah, buddy. Section, section eight. <laughs> section eight. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. You, you only get to be section one when you in the Caribbean. Right. <laughs> Not here. Yeah, because it's the currency rate. But they they choose to do that purposely. But it's, it's by design. It's like, just like the map. The higher you go up, the, the, the better the standard of living of those people is. The lower you get, the worse standard of living that is. And you get, you, your education, that's what, going to your point, like, the higher you go up, it's like, you get different education, you get educated differently. Mm-hmm. That's one. 
like we get different resources and all that. It's like that's why I feel like a lot of these like you know artists and all like like they be portraying that they be pushing out the hate. They be pushing out like racism or uh, but it's like they don't like some of them that be saying you know they went through racism but it's like I be saying him like I know that's cap like hmm. you know like you was born in this family. Your father was a star, so it's like, what, 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 what racism you really going through? Mm. Cause some of these people really just be lying just for TV, just to make you feel like, yeah, I feel out in my heart, man. If you go outside, you see the next color, and now you just want to shoot them. Facts. Yeah, man. While them, them, they sitting there, they family. They eating their cakes and all, and they probably ain't with the same people they say that treat them like crap, but they don't. That's why I said, like, once you reach to a certain bracket, certain certain people, they won't understand this type of thing until they reach to a certain bracket and realize, like, yeah, this isn't, this is really not about skin. This is way deeper than skin. Yeah, it gets deeper than rap. Well, we thank you for joining us tonight on The Real Word. I hope you received The Real Word tonight. Um, shout out to everyone that that watched and shout out to everyone that joined us today. Um, closing thoughts? No. I got the same closing thought always. Everything in life come with a price. <laughs> so it's like, whatever you choose, always going to come with a price. Like, you're going to benefit some way and then you're going to get hurt some way. Was whether or not is it worth it or is it not? And my closing thought, man, just hold it down. We got about two more. We got about a month and a half left in this year. They man. think twenty twenty one about to be so great. Yeah, I heard it's about to be worse. Put it in. But you know, um, I don't know, man. Hopefully, we don't lose any more people. But the way things are going, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So we're going to be here, God willing. So thank you for tuning in to The Real Word. we see you guys we next gonna week. We're going to make it to 2021. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we're going to make it. So let's close out with a prayer. Um, Danny Father, those of we thank you for that you have done for us. We thank you for blessing this ministry. We thank you for all the helping hands that has helped us to build this uh, ministry and helped us to get this far so far. Um, continue to bless us in everything that we do. Continue to bless this ministry, this show. Continue to bless our hands that are putting in the effort and putting in the work, but it's only through you that we are able to do so. I was to be able to continue to uplift one, uplift one another, and continue to bring positive vibes to the universe. And we are to the Holy Father. Amen. We see you next week. It's the real world. It's the real.